my coats on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Season 5, Episode 4 of White Coats Podcast. Today, Lauren and I are going to be breaking down exercise. We're continuing our good or bad theme for this season. We're going to break down different types of exercises, uh, what exactly is exercise. I'm going to let Lauren jump right into it. Lauren, why don't you tell us what is exercise and what are the different types? Okay, yeah. So what is exercise? It is planned, structured, and repetitive physical activity for the purpose of conditioning any part of the body, typically used to, you know, improve your health and maintain fitness. The World Health Organization recommends 150 minutes of, you know, moderate intensity physical activity or 75 minutes of vigorous physical activity weekly. And so, you know, there's all different kinds of ways to calculate intensity by like keeping track of your heart rate and stuff, but you know how you feel, you know how how it feels to exert vigorous, a lot of energy and it be very high intense versus moderate. Um, So just keep track of that yourself. And then also the World Health Organization recommends that it should be at least 10 minutes per session of exercise. So that just gives you a good guideline of how you should be spacing out exercise and how much exercise you should have each week. So there are four types of exercise. You have endurance, strength, balance, and flexibility. Endurance is also known as aerobic. Ariel is going to get into that a bit later, but pretty much, you know, it increases breathing and heart rate, improves heart health, lung health, and can help delay or prevent many diseases. And this is actually applies to a lot of the other different types of exercise. It's just so good for you. So, Arielle, why don't you tell us about cardiovascular exercise? What does that look like? What are different examples? Let's go. Perfect. So, cardiovascular exercise is like endurance, exactly what you were saying. Another word for it is aerobic exercise. Pretty much what this exercise is is it's the activity that focuses on raising your heart rate um, and just targets pretty much your heart muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all know about cardio. We we know that there's different, you know, a lot of different exercises that you can do to, uh, you know, improve your cardiovascular health. Um, the goal when you're thinking about cardio is to raise your heart rate to your target heart rate zone. Now, in this target heart rate zone, you burn the most amount of fat and calories. Mm-hmm. So different types of exercises that you know could, could raise your heart rate um, would include running, biking, jumping, swimming, boxing, and a lot of organized sports. You know, anything that kind of gets your body moving, usually it's considered to be high impact, not always, but right. it's something that, you know, really gets your whole body moving, your whole body flowing. I was going to say, really, this is like, tends yeah, to be the most intense type right. of exercise or right. or at least like long-term intensity, like weight training, right. like quick movements. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Uh, This focuses particularly on strengthening your heart muscle. And, you know, the amount of cardio exercise you can do relies on your body's ability to use oxygen during a workout. Yeah. So many factors can affect this. 
um, you know, age, gender, and genetics can contribute to, you know, how much cardio you can do. I think we've all been to the point when we exercise where we're just completely out of breath, our hearts yeah. pe- like pounding like crazy, like we just need to take a sec. That's that's really your your cardiovascular muscle, your heart muscle, like strengthening and, you know, being built and worked on. Um, yeah. What does this do? It builds stamina, improves lung capacity, and pretty much keeps you in shape, which are all amazing things. And it reduces the risk of many diseases, uh, lowers cholesterol, which is great, and reduces risk of arrhythmia. So a lot of great health benefits as well. Yeah. All right, Lauren, why don't you tell us uh, some, uh, why don't you break down weight training for us? Yeah, also, I want to add something about about cardiovascular oh, exercise, and it also applies to weight training, so it'll be a good segue into that, but people have different kinds, or different people have different kinds of muscle fibers. Some muscle fibers yeah. work optimally when it comes to endurance, some work optimally when it comes to you know, shorter term, less endurance, but more intense strength movements. And some people, some very, very lucky people have both. <laughs> they they work very well under endurance and intense strength things. Those are like your yeah. Olympic athletes that can take a whole <laughs> lot of impact and a whole lot of endurance. And, and they're, those are some of the best athletes. And mm-hmm. so... So some people might be better at weight training and muscle building because they're better at those short, intense movements. Some people might be better at cardiovascular exercise because they're better at the endurance and stamina part of, you know, of exercise. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. So let's get into weight training. So this is a type of strength training that uses weights for resistance. So this creates stress to the muscle performed with, you know, free weights, which is like barbells or dumbbells or by using weight machines, um, which, you know, we've seen those big machines at the gym and stuff like that. And so what this does, this stress on the muscle creates or enables the muscle to be activated, get stronger and get bigger. Now, the efficacy of your workout really depends on proper technique. Um, It's really important to have the proper technique because improper technique can lead to injuries like sprains, strains, or fractures. And also yeah. you're you're gonna be less efficient at building muscle if, you know, let's say you're doing a bicep curl and you're using the momentum of your body to like lift your arm up. That's not gonna yeah. be as efficient if you're just isolating that bicep muscle and then lifting yeah. it up from there, for example. Which relates a lot to like form. That's why form is really important because, you know, it could be, it can seem like you're doing a lot of reps, you're doing it really well, you know, you're lifting a lot of weight, but it's all about how um, you're doing it and specifically, you know, what what muscles you're isolating. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Exactly. And I'm going to talk about that with running. Um, mm-hmm. in a couple of minutes, but very, very true. And also, um, the th- interesting thing about weight training is it's typically done with um, a personal trainer or a friend because it can be dangerous, especially like if you're bench pressing and you're lifting, I mean, literally what weight training is, is like <laughs> lifting heavy things above your body and above your head. So typically yeah. it's done with with someone who like spots you or, you know, can can get the the dumbbell if it if it goes too high or something like that. So yeah, 
Um, that's kind of important. Maybe you bring a buddy with you if you're going to be weight training. Um, also, it's important um, that you warm up and cool down. It can cause immense strain on your muscles and on your body if you go straight into heavy weight lifting and stuff like that. So you have to warm up and cool down. A dynamic warm up, getting your body moving is really, really helpful. Um, and then also the method of weightlifting really depends on a bunch of different things. One being experience level, another being conditioning level, your specific goals, motivation levels, time constraints. That's why some people, like when, when they want their, their workout to be more intense, they'll increase their reps um, because they have more time. Or mm -hmm. some people increase their weight because because they may have less time but want it to be more intense and they can take that higher strength or higher weight. Um, so let's get into the benefits of weight training. So number one, of course, it improves strength because it's a type of strength training. It keeps bones strong and healthy, can lower inflammation, can help boost metabolism, and also it can just improve different aspects of wellness like posture, sleep, mood, energy levels. And also some really great ones is that it has reduced cancer risk and can improve heart health. So that's really, really important. So Ariel, why don't you talk to us about the benefits of walking? I feel like a lot of people overlook this when they think exercise, but it can actually yeah. be very beneficial. So why don't you tell us about those benefits? Yeah, so you're right. A lot of people do overlook the benefits of walking. Uh, walking is pretty simple. We all know walking. Yeah. There's not much to it, but there's a lot of underlying things that, you know, we might not always think of. So walking is actually considered to be an aerobic exercise. So it's actually considered to be a form of cardio. Mm. Um, it's also, interestingly enough, considered um, a weight bearing exercise, you know, so yeah. that was interesting. That's actually great for your health and bone strength. Right. Because it's so that, was, that was, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, this helps reduce uh, belly fat and tone your glutes, your calves, and your quads, which are all the muscles that are involved in your yeah, legs in your that leg. are involved in walking. Um, and then some benefits um, are, you know, they help maintain a healthy weight, which is great, uh, prevent and manage heart disease, uh, reduce high blood pressure and could help manage type 2 diabetes yeah. so those were some interesting things you know sometimes like you said people overlook it it's just some, something so simple I mean you walk to the kitchen you walk to the bathroom exactly. yeah. you do all these things all the time but walking could be a form of exercise if you go on a walk and you're you know if you want to have a, a strong and hard exercise you can try walking uphill or you right, know doing yeah. doing speed walking or point. adding ankle weights things like that that yeah. will like improve and like make make walking a little bit you know more intense more you know weight bearing if you want something yeah. a little bit harder but still want like a you can still you know go on a stroll be on your phone and exercise at the same time so yeah, Perfect. that's a little breakdown for walking. Yeah. Why don't you talk to us about running? Okay, yeah. Similar to walking, I mean, I don't really need to explain what running is. You just run. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to talk about the benefits of running. The first one is it can lift depressive symptoms. It can really, really increase mood. I mean, 
the amount of stress release that happens when you run, when you sprint, when you jog is insane. And th- there have yeah, been many, incredible. many, many studies on this. And actually, um, there's a musical artist that I listened to and he was on an Instagram live and he was talking about how, how he was struggling with his mental health. And he was talking about what he was doing to combat that. And so, and he said, he's like, you know, I always heard that running can help with depression. And he's like, but I didn't really believe it. I wasn't really that into it. But then he tried it and he said, I love this. He said, it's so helpful. It's so just relieves a lot of pain, a lot of stress on your mental health. And so, I mean, try it out and maybe it'll help. Yeah. Also, what's interesting is that running can improve the health of your knees. Now, this is contrary to proper, proper popular belief because knee pain really is is often associated with running, but it's actually yeah. a sign that you're overtraining or like Ariel mentioned before, or a sign of bad form. So really, if you're running, you, your knee should not be in pain. If you're, if you're um, stretching before, you know, making sure your flexibility is good, your form's good, and you're, and you're training just enough, not too much, then you really shouldn't have knee, knee pain. And also, studies have found that the more people ran, like under those conditions that you're in good form and you're not doing it too much, um, yeah. the less likely they were to experience osteoarthritis, which is like pain in the knee. And so, and there, there are different reasons why this could happen, but one is that it could, you know, keep your BMI in check. If you're maintaining a healthy weight, keeps your leg muscles strong and it strengthens your bones. So let's move on to another benefit. The next one is also similarly to, to walking, similarly to weight training is it can improve parts of your wellness so it can help you sleep better improve your mood boost the ability to focus cope with stress improve cognition like a lot of the executive functioning like memory and focus and stuff like that and a lot of these benefits may be because aerobic exercise because running is a type of cardiovascular exercise causes the brain to generate new neurons and then it increases levels of neurotransmitters like serotonin and neuroepinephrine and it really just has all these really really great benefits and then also of course improves your cardiovascular health 